Hello, welcome to Ethereal Threads, a woven space where we connect photography, business, parenthood, and healing. I'm your host, Ashley McCoy. Join me as we journey into another episode. Thank you so much for being here. Hello, thank you guys so much for being here today. I am, I'm really excited about this week's episode. It's going to be, um, maybe a little controversial for some photographers, but I really feel like I need to share my opinion on it. Um, but before I do, I'm going to just kind of recap where I was last week and what's going on in my life. So last week was a really difficult week emotionally. I was going through a lot of things and I felt like I needed to do a full on reset. So I did a huge dive on reorganizing my house, doing a deep clean from top to bottom, doing a lot of spiritual work, a lot of meditating, a lot of journaling, and just really working through some emotional issues um, and spiritual issues as well. I So last week was my, my father's birthday. He would have been 55. And that like just triggered a lot of things. Um, whenever I was a, like young, he was taken from me whenever I was four on Mother's Day. So, um, that's like for a whole different episode, but I just kind of wanted to paint a picture of why things were really emotional for me last week and things just sort of spiraled down for me and I couldn't really get a grip. So I knew what I had to do and that was basically just turn off everything and do a complete reset, like from top to bottom. So. Um, you know, I reorganized my house, I decluttered, I mopped the roof, I mopped the walls, like I just went crazy on that. And I do feel a lot better. I highly recommend anytime you are going through anything just to turn off everything you possibly can, set up automatic things, and just like tune out the world and really dive into your core. So I'm I'm a really spiritual person and I it always starts with us like the way that we're feeling like we my my thoughts are that we the world outside of us is a pro projection of what we're feeling so if things are falling apart around us then it's time to sit with your thoughts and do some work and ask yourself okay like what is going on and where can I work on myself doing a lot of shadow work and changing that view um, I try to be a really positive person and whenever I see that things are just kind of falling apart, I have to step back and say like, wait a second, it is not the things that are happening around me, it's happening, it's the things that are happening inside of me. So that's kind of where I disappear and a lot of my friends who know me, they they see this a lot and I know it's not easy for them because they're just like, okay, Ashley's gone again. Um, and I don't really do it intentionally to upset anyone, but I just know that I'm not going to be able to pour over into anyone's cup if, unless my cup is overflowing. So I really have to go back in and just do that inner work to make sure that things are running really well. Um, and that's just like, that's not even in my business specifically. That is me as a mother, as a wife, as a friend. Um, I just, if I'm not feeling, feeling very whole, I'm not going to give what I need to give to my friends and family. So I have to fix that. So 
uh, that's kind of where, where I stand on that. And in that, I did work through a lot of things. I worked through um, a lot of emotional blockings that I had. And I feel a lot better. Like I can't, I can't describe how I feel. Um, I just feel lighter and realigned. And when I'm realigned, I'm able to give out what I need to give. So there wasn't an episode last week, um, not because I don't have topics, because I've got topics just like overflowing in my mind. It's basically that I knew I was not going to be able to give all of myself in order to create something that I loved and hopefully that you guys love as well. Um, with that being said, I'm going to jump into this week's episode. Um, before I do, I want to give just a little bit, bit of a backstory on how I became a photographer. Um, you know, every photographer kind of has the same story I've noticed, like, oh, they've loved photography since they were a kid. It started with a disposable camera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, for me, it actually started out of trauma. So, like I just said, my my father died whenever I was four, and that was just a very, very traumatic event. Like, it happened in front of me, it happened in front of my mother um, on Mother's Day, and my life just spiraled down from there. Due to the adults in my life, their lives spiraling down from my father's death. And so, with that, I developed a lot of like issues um mentally like like OCD I had and still do have severe OCD um I I've done a lot of work on that I don't really see that ever going away that's just part of who I am and I do know that and I've kind of come to terms <laughs> with that no matter how frustrating it is uh it's not like an OCD where I feel like I have to turn the lights off you know, 50 times in order to walk out of a building sometimes. Like sometimes I do feel like I've got to do something specific or something bad will happen, which is insane. I know. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of the things that sort of happened um, is, is OCD and also borderline personality disorder, which is um, has absolutely nothing to do with having multiple personalities, but it's more of an area of where you just live in the gray all the time and things are very black and white. Um, and there's, there's just a, there's a whole lot, there's a whole lot that I could go into both of those things, but those, um, the borderline personality disorder, I didn't really find out until I was around 19 or 20, but, um, the OCD I kind of knew I've always had it. Um, I was not a kid that liked to have a messy room and I had to like clean obsessively and I'm still like that today. Um, things have to be just perfect all the time, which is something I'm working on. Like I'm really, really working on it. I even obsess over that whenever I'm planning out my Instagram grid. Like I, none of my posts are ever just like, oh, I'm going to post this today. It is all like premeditated. I spend hours obsessing on what my feed is going to look like and how I'm going to present my images um, because I feel like that in itself is an art. So um, having those things, like I developed a lot of attachment issues and knowing that 
I could capture a person, a place, or a thing, or something, and always have that memory with me is really why I wanted to be a photographer. Um, I never wanted to forget something. Like, one of my biggest fears is forgetting. I want to remember, like, my kids at all times, at all ages, which is not really a possibility because they grow so quickly. And, like, I'm a really, really emotional person, and I think about how every day that my child is getting older, you start, like, you want to hold on to these memories of, like, who they once were because they, they grow at a rapid rate, like my 12-year-old. He is as tall as me. He wears my clothes. He wears my shoes. And it's like, it's incredible. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like you've really, you really need to like stop. But we can't really stop them. We can't really stop the growth. And I can capture them. I'm going to try not to get emotional during this episode, but I can capture them. I can capture oh gosh, this is such an emotional thing, like why I'm a photographer. So I am able to, I literally cannot get this out. <laughs> um, I might need to come back to this, but I'm a photographer because I don't want to forget. That is my biggest thing. And I don't want people around me to forget. I don't want to forget my son in his very weird stage, my oldest. Like, he's extremely weird. It's, it's unbelievable. And I love it. Um, the sound of their voice. Their little hands, like... I want to hold on to that always. And having some of the mental issues that I have, it makes that want even stronger for me to remember every single moment that I can. It's hard. It's hard to like let things go in that aspect. Now, I don't have a problem letting material things go. In fact, I I do not like material things. I am always giving things to Goodwill and just giving things because I do not like stuff. I feel that materialism is just such a downfall of humanity, but that's a whole different episode. Um so, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I became a photographer is because I do not want to lose the people that I love and care about. I want to have something of that moment forever. Um, I'm a strong believer that a photograph <clears throat> will not will, but is, it is our teleport machine. It will take you back to a time and a place where you can feel and smell and hear and taste those memories. 
So I developed that as a as a young person and a lot of my life had ha- had changed. Um a lot of things that I'm not really ready to talk about on on the podcast yet in any episode and hopefully I will. But a lot of things changed and I decided to go to school for nursing instead of photography, which is absolutely comical in every aspect because I am super squeamish. I do not do blood. I do not even want to cut my own children's fingernails. I'm completely grossed out by everything under the sun. Um, including the center of bell peppers. <laughs> Which is, again, one of my weird, weird problems. So, what the world was I thinking? I I don't know um, for going to school for nursing. That was never, never a good decision. But I, I went to school for photography for such a brief moment. Like, it's hard to even say that I went to school because I was in college for it for about two months in Atlanta. Um, and then some things happened and I had to move back home um, and I never got to go back. So life just sort of fell apart and I got married and I had children and I was lost um, for a really long time. Um, and I've, the universe kept trying to tell me that I was lost mostly by closing every door that I tried to open. and. I was not fitting in where I needed to be until 2013, where a lot of tragic things in my life happened. Um, And I will talk about that too, but a lot of tragic things had happened and I was really at rock bottom in every single way, like uh, in my personal life, in my spiritual life, um, in my parenting, and just every way you could possibly imagine I was at the very bottom of life and I had been going through some stuff in 2014 my I was working two jobs um at a hotel and one of the people that I worked with had asked me to come to Disney World with them and to bring my camera because they knew that I took photos I've I've been taking photos like my whole life um And so I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I will, you know, bring my camera, capture this, you know, Disney World thing. And never expecting anything of it. After that, the people on that trip loved my photos and were like, I need you to take photos of my family. I need you to take photos of like my niece who's turning 16 and all of these things. And I was just like, okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. Um... And I think I was charging like $25 at the time for for like all of my sessions because I had like no concept of my worth or anything. And honestly, I just did not know about money to be to be honest with you. Um or like let alone how to run a business. And I I really fell into it professionally. I had photographed several weddings before, um, before 2014, whenever I'd gone to Disney World, and 
I did it for free or like extremely cheap but a lot of it was for family and then one wedding was like at the Westin um in Savannah that I did it was a Korean wedding and I think I charged them like $500 I mean it was seriously nothing and I was like super excited about that by the way like booking my first wedding for $500 that's awesome but that's a whole different story you know it might have been like $1,500 or $1,200 or something like that so I I like died at that thought that somebody would pay me that much money to photograph this for them and I I did I photographed the wedding and did all of those things but I never picked my camera back up until um 2014 and then where I was I was I was pregnant with my daughter Madeline actually and I had found out that she had Turner syndrome and I had to pretty much stop my entire life to focus on my pregnancy with her because she had a 2% chance at life and so I was not able to work I got really really depressed and I was unhappy and I started diving more into this photography thing and that is where I created um, like a business from it still charging really really little um, and it just kind of grew and it didn't stop growing every single door opened for me to be where I am today um, but I had to work really really hard and I worked in stubborn ways like I told you in my first episode that I'm one of the most stubborn people you will ever meet um, sadly so I learned everything that I know on my own by studying non-stop I mean I watched every YouTube video that you could possibly think of on how to work a camera and I had a very very cheap camera at the time um it was still a professional DSLR but it was extremely ex inexpensive I think it cost me like a hundred dollars and I was shooting on this thing but I learned that camera inside and out like how to photograph um like the technical part of it and just built all of that from there and I built my business um I did not I struggled gosh did I struggle I went through every stage of editing that you can imagine trying to figure out like who I was and what my style was and how I wanted to portray my art and my storytelling and it wasn't until 2021 um that I got closest to what I wanted to create and then fully, it wasn't until 2022, like the beginning of 2022, where I discovered, okay, this, this is it. This is my work. And this is who I want to be. Um, and like every day is a learning day and a growing day, but I'm at the point where I love what I create. Like I truly, truly love my images. And that is a really big thing for me because I <clears throat> I've gone through a lot of work where I've had to figure out a lot of healing because I didn't love anything about myself but that again um is something that I had to work through and eventually I did now so that's a little bit of my backstory of like how I became a photographer and why I became a photographer now 
The other part of this is about editing. And this is a sore topic. Like, I'm probably going to step on some toes here, but it's been weighing on me for a good second. And I. I am not a quiet person. Like if something is bothering me, I just need to get it off my chest because I do not like to hold things um, with it. It will literally eat me alive. I mean, I still get upset about this one wedding where I could have taken a photo. Um, that would have been so beautiful and I didn't out of fear. And that still haunts me to this day. Like I will randomly throughout the day think of it at least three times. So when I'm at a wedding and I tell someone like, I have to take this photo or I will not ever be able to sleep again. I really mean it. That will eat me alive. Um, so that's like <laughs> that I think goes along with my OCD. But with that being said, like I wanted to talk about my my truth on why I do not support AI editing. Um, we, we have a lot of problems with AI now. I mean, a lot of people don't like it. Um, I think it's great in some aspects, but when it comes to art, like art that we deliver to people, it is a little bit upsetting. Um, I have spent years trying to figure out like what I want it to do with my art and how I want to present my images to my clients. Um, because photography is a very emotional part of our lives. I, I have had so many posts of my images where someone has posted a loved one that they have recently lost at their wedding and it's my photo that they share. So I take a lot of pride and joy in creating photos that I know are going to stand the test of time and meeting an emotion. Now, for me, my my business is more than a job. Like, if you were to ask me what I would do for the rest of my life for free, it would be photography if I could. Like, I would absolutely do that for free because I am so passionate about it. I love it more than I can even explain. Um, and even if I were to become a trillionaire one day, I would still do photography because I, I need to do it. Like, it is a part of my person of my foundation um, and my love it's an outlet for me it is just it's so much <clears throat> um so like with all of that said I I cannot imagine not giving a client my best work and that goes like that starts from the time I capture a photo from what I call and deliver to my clients. And I spend a lot of time going through my photos <clears throat> um, and deciding like what I'm going to give, how I'm going to edit, what my storytelling is going to be, and what I want my client to feel from that. So when I'm editing a wedding gallery, it does take me a minute 
um, <clears throat> because I'm emotionally attached. And as photographers, we're told not to be emotionally attached to these images, but I can't, I can't help it. I have no other way of being. Um, I have had grooms lose their mother right before their wedding. And I, I have watched, I have watched grooms stare at their mother's chair <clears throat> in the moment at the end of the aisle as their bride is walking down the aisle and just weep because they're longing for their mother and I capture that moment I capture that moment that emotion and I see the sadness and the sorrow and the pain in their eyes on this joyful day and for me that is not like that's a privilege number 1 that i get to be a part of that that i get to witness such love and pain and i capture that i do not take that for granted so when i am paid for a job it is not just another paycheck to like for me and then i'm eager to get those photos out and like be done I am emotionally attached to my clients, to their story, to their families, to their friends. I don't know of any other way to be. I feel that if you are not as invested or connected to your clients in this industry, in weddings specifically, then you should not be a wedding photographer. So I cannot give my galleries over to an editor uh like that's a thing that photographers do they will shoot a wedding and then have an editor take those photos for them and edit um i can't do it i i've tried back in 2021 when i was overwhelmed with the amount of weddings that i had to the point of like i almost wanted to quit because i didn't think that i was strong enough or capable to keep going um that's that is like a time where I was going through also like an editing it was it was a creative artist break that I had gone through like my brain literally fractured um and I was depressed for longer than I would like to admit for and at the end of that though I had a breakthrough like for a lot of things and I've elevated and if you were to go back through my work you would see that mental break like you would see just a clean break of where the old Ashley was there and she just stopped existing like she died June 12th 2021 now I was reborn into the photographer that you see today and I continue to grow um and one thing about me that I know will never change is when I tried, I tried to get an editor to help me, um, but I, I decided like I didn't care how overloaded I was or how I was being affected. I was emotionally attached to these images and there was no way in hell that I was going to allow someone else to put their energy into my client's work that I love so dearly. My view on that is, um, so I'm a very, very energy 
woven person. I like energy is everywhere. I can feel it. I can touch it. I'm connected to it on so many levels. And that includes my photographs, even if they're digital. Like I am putting my energy and my emotion, like what I am seeing, I am editing and I am pulling that out. And that is very powerful to me. And I wouldn't dream of giving that over to another editor to do. So when you're paying me thousands of dollars to do something that you love, like my talent, my art, I'm going to give you 100% of me no matter what is happening around me. I will not allow somebody else to do that. When I'm going through photos and I see something emotional and like I'm crying. I am actually crying at my desk over your photos before you see them. I cry when I see father-daughter dances, when I see mother-son dances, when I see my grooms cry, when I see my bridesmaids like see their bride for the first time or whenever the girls or the guys, I don't photograph like groomsmen uh, very often. I have a whole team who does that for me. But when I do, like when I see my girls having prayers and they're like praying over that and I'm feeling that energy, I am still feeling that energy as I edit those photos. I am 100% invested and connected to my photographs. Um, like when I tell people that I am just as excited for you to receive your photos as you are, I fully meant it. Uh, because it's like, what did I capture? What are you going to see? How are you going to interpret it? That all falls on me and my storytelling. That's why you've hired me. You didn't hire me so that I could photograph your day and you can just have a bunch of di digital files. That's not what that is for me. You hired me for my eye, for my way of showing emotion. You hired me because you want your story told in an emotional way that I see it. And so this isn't just like a, can you pay me really quick? Let me edit your photos and then you're out of my life for the rest of time. I cannot work that way. I, I still have every single photo that I have ever taken in my life. I have 12 hard drives in my office that has every single photo from the very raws, even the ones that I've culled, um, down to the ones that I have edited. And I will not be getting rid of those. I like that. That's going to stay with me always. Um, there's a little joke. <laughs> it's pretty sad, but there is a joke that my kids know if the house is on fire, my job is to get them out. But all of my hard drives are coming with me. Like I I will lose myself to my hard drives. I am that invested. So when I see these photographers around me who are just like, let me take the money. I'll have AI edit these photos. I get sad. I get sad at the lack of emotion, the loss of creativity, and more importantly, like the art aspect is being lost. For me, I don't feel like if you if you aren't editing your photos, you aren't growing as an artist. You don't get to see how you can prove on how you photograph something. 
how you can improve it for next time, you don't get to see the raw emotion that makes us human. And that's really important to me. I'm a very emotional person and I don't deny that. You can probably ask any one of my brides and they will tell you that they've seen me cry at their weddings. That, like, I've gotten out of a wedding and I had to do, like, a video to talk about how one of my groom's dads was so emotional just dancing at the band, like, with his son. Because that's your baby. I can't fathom not being a part of that. This is this blows my mind. So I want to deliver that emotion. I want you to feel it whenever I deliver your images. And that is one thing that I know sets my brand apart from anybody else's. And I am not ashamed to admit that. With all of that being said, I'm going to pause right here because I'm going to bring on Sam to talk about the second part of my episode editing with AI and my thoughts and my feelings on that just establish a little bit more um, further. The, the point of this first bit was just to get to know me and like where my stance was or is on photography and where I came from so you can understand my feelings towards AI um, editing for photographers. And I'm probably going to post both of them in the same day so you can have the opportunity to listen to to both if you'd like. Thank you so much for being here and listening to me. I look forward to connecting with you guys in the next episode. And of course, if you guys have any questions, you can always email me at ashley at ashleymccoy.com. And thanks so much for being here. I'm super grateful for you.